Kids always feel what's happening in the world, and they're always the first to say, what can we do to help? But do we listen to them as parents, or do we just say, well, we'll hope for the best? Well, there's a nine-year-old girl who certainly got the ear of her dad. Her dad, Chris Manson, is on with us. He is the founder of U.S. Ambulances for Ukraine. And you're from Schiller Park. Are you from Schiller Park, Chris? No, actually, I'm I'm out of Peoria, our uh, our warehouse is in uh, Schiller Park near uh, O'Hare. Okay, so tell me about your your daughter and how this came about. Yeah, so uh, about a year ago in March of uh, 2022, um, my daughter and I were watching the news one night or a few nights, and she was seeing what was happening in Ukraine. And um, you know, at some point, she just you know, she saw some of the suffering, she saw the kids crying as, you know, people were getting separated and you know, she saw some of the bad stuff and, um, you know, bothered her for a few days. And, um, eventually at first she said, Hey, can we pray for you know, the people of Ukraine? And, you know, we do that before dinner or something. And then at some point, uh, she was, you know, was still being bothered over what she was seeing. And she said, you know, dad, is there something that we can do to help them? And, you know, that, you know, that was kind of, that was the first question that uh, kind of started us down our path. And, and then you started having a conversation, and you thought maybe <laughs> ambulances and fire trucks would be uh, uh, obviously a helpful effort, but that's a big undertaking. Like, how do you gather them? How do you ship them? Who gets them to Ukraine? So yeah. tell us how that all came about. Yeah, well, you know, I, luckily I used to be, um, you know, well, I, luckily I worked for uh, OSF Healthcare. Um, so I work in healthcare, which is was good um, to, have, to have a question like that. And um, I used to be a, f- a firefighter at one point in my life. And, um, you know, after just think, seeing ambulances being destroyed on TV and kind of seeing what was going on, kind of landed on the idea, well, geez, I wonder if they need ambulances, you know, in Ukraine. Um, if we got, you know, if we got one ambulance for the supplies, if we could get it over to uh, Ukraine, I wonder if they could use it. And I reached out to the Ukrainian consulate in Chicago. Um, they, I called them, you know, seven eight o'clock at night one night, um, and asked. They slipped a message, not knowing, not thinking, they, not even knowing if they're going to get back to me. And they got back to me about two hours later, maybe like nine or ten o'clock at night, and said, "Yes, we need that ambulance. How soon can you get it here?" So oh that got me basically working on the logistics. Which for me, again, I work in healthcare. I went to OSF. They agreed to give me some supplies. I found a great ambulance provider in central Illinois that said, when I called them and kind of gave them my crazy idea, their only response was, well, what do you want, gas or diesel? So I had an ambulance, wow. um, and then I had to figure out a way to get it over there. And um, that turned out to be a bit of a challenge. But again, working with the Ukrainian consulate and then working with a couple of groups out of Chicago, uh, the Ukrainian Medical Association of North America and the Ukrainian Resistance Foundation, uh, we the, the first ambulance we actually, believe it or not, we were able to get it on an airplane. And on March 29th, we put that ambulance full of supplies on an airplane from uh, Chicago Air to Europe, a 747-800 cargo aircraft. And uh, I thought after that first one on March 29th, I was done. So I was kind of, you know, happy and excited about it. Yeah. But as soon as we got it on the plane, I started getting calls for more. So. And so are people donating these ambulances? Are you raising money to purchase them? How is this working? No, that's, that's been the beauty of this whole thing. Um, I'm not, I haven't had to ask a single person for a dollar. Um, we've, the ambulances that I'm looking for, the fire engines that we're looking for, and just so you know, right now, we are at 28 ambulances and one fire engine in Ukraine uh, since March of 2022. Um, and we're about to send over 10 more ambulances and five more fire engines. 
every one of those vehicles um, are basically towards their end of life in with a fire department or a private ambulance provider or a hospital or health system. But they're maintained. They're inspected every day. They're inspected weekly. Services done on them. So they've got miles left in them. And so we're able to get these vehicles for free. And then working with the um, Ukrainian uh, Resistance Foundation and groups like Rotary International and other groups, uh, we're able to secure funding. And um, we've got the process down. Now we put them on ship and uh, we we get them to uh, uh, the East Coast. We put them on a ship. They go over uh, to uh, Germany, and then we get them into Poland. And from there, um, I bring a team of Americans over. Um, I've been over there four times now, and we basically we drive the vehicles into Ukraine from Poland and uh, deliver them uh, with, with medical supplies and fire equipment across the country. It's the most amazing story of how one person can make a difference, because the minute the invasion took place, we all thought, what can we do? How can we help? I can't imagine a conversation with your nine-year-old daughter, Lily, would lead to the success of this program. Can people follow you somewhere to, you know, see what one person can do? Yeah, no. Um, we're, I'm on Twitter. Uh, there's two places where people can go. Um, I'm on Twitter, so they can go ahead and go to um, ambulances, plural, and the letter U. So basically, U.S. Ambulances for Ukraine or Ambulances U. They can find me on Twitter, and they'll see pictures of our ambulances on the front line. They'll see them, um, you know, American ambulances that have been camouflaged. Um, there's a fire, There's an ambulance. There's an ambulance uh, from Addison, Illinois, that was donated that they that we've got on there that they call the Ukrainians call it the Red Dragon. They've converted it into a basically a mobile field hospital, and so it does some of the, uh, some surgeries and stuff. There's an uh, an ambulance from Naperville that they've contributed. Uh, that's been contributed that's uh, helping with mind clearing activities. So you can see all that, or you can go to um, UA Resistance, UA hyphen resistance.org, and again, you'll see more of the partner nonprofit that I work with that helps with the shipping and everything. Um, you can see more of what they're doing. You can see more pictures and videos of our ambulances. And if someone wanted to contribute to help with like the shipping costs and stuff, they're, they're, they're a 501c3 and they can go ahead and you know, if you give them a, you know, if you give them a donation, they can give you the, you know, you can get your deduction or whatever. So it's all, you know, I's are dotted, T's are crossed for the IRS and stuff. But you are um, all the yeah, inspiration said, we all needed today, Chris. Thank you so much for sharing your story. We've got to go to the newsroom, but I so yeah. appreciate what you're doing. It's absolutely amazing. Well, thank you. It was great talking to you.